this is Dawn Schuler, certified trainer and business consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. Today I want to talk about the long game versus the short game. And you probably would agree with me that if you had to choose, are, are you going for the long haul? Are you going for sustainability? Are you going for lasting into the future? Are you going for the war? Or are you just going for how much you can get now, the, the battle, so to speak, etc.? And you'd probably say, yeah, I'm going for the long game. It's the long game. Well, is it really? Are your actions really short game actions or long game actions? Let me give you an example. There's a local company whose focus was on providing their service to larger companies. And of course, there's more impact when you are working with larger companies and corporations because then you're reaching more people in that company, in that corporation. And of course, it's more lucrative for the business. That was the focus, that was the mission, that was the goal. All of a sudden, though, this company, let's call them ABC Widgets, decided to go after individuals and try to sell their service and product to individual employees with the hopes that the employees would then go to management, to the corporate leadership and say, hey, wouldn't it be great if you provided this great service and product to all the employees? To me, that completely shifted the focus from the long game, which is let's go out and make more of an impact, create more revenues, be able to spread the word about what we're doing in a much bigger way with our long game versus onesie, twosie, one by one short game. And let's look at that. If you've got this great product or service and you're going to sell it to a company for use of all their employees, aren't you going to spread the word faster if that company of, say, 200 employees, they're using it and then they're telling their friends? And then, of course, those friends could go to their own corporate leadership and say, hey, that other company has this. We want this, too. But that word spreads much faster as opposed to John Smith buys the product or service and yes, maybe he tells five friends or tries to talk to management, but that's really slow as opposed to 200 people who are doing that. And I have to say, I was really flabbergasted by that very left turn shift in focus and market. And maybe it's because it's easier. It's easier to sell to an individual. That individual is going to make that sales decision, that buying decision, probably more quickly and easily than a company on behalf of its entire workforce. And I know our company, the Schuler Group, we work with larger companies, corporations, and organizations. Is it a longer sales cycle? Absolutely. Is it 
sometimes frustrating to get to the decision makers, you betcha. But when we do get in the door and we do sell our services, are we making a bigger impact? Absolutely. And that's one of the reasons why we keep our eye on the long game. Now, every organization, whether it's profit or nonprofit, needs to be able to be in the black. Even a nonprofit, they are still running a business. It just looks a little different from a for-profit business. Every organization's goal is to have their bottom line be in the positive, not in the negative. And with that being said, then there's the focus on the long game. Sometimes there is a short game because you do need to bring in revenues on a quick basis. You just have to make sure that your short game doesn't completely replace your long game. So where does your long game show up? First, do you have three-year, five-year, 10-year goals and objectives for your organization? Do you know where you want your team, your department, the company as a whole to be in those timeframes? Are you just looking at quarters or even 12 months out? If you are, then you're probably playing a short game or a shorter game. If you have your mission, your vision, your goals, your strategy for the next three to five years and beyond, then you're looking at more of a long game. Next, are you paying attention to trends, whether those be trends in technology, trends in your particular industry, trends in social media, trends in society? And if you're paying attention to them, are you thinking about how you need to incorporate those trends or those realities into your organization? For example, Millennials are a force to reckon with, and I don't mean as a challenge, but as an entire generation, they do things differently, they work differently, they want different things. So that's not a, a trend that's going to come and go. The millennials are a force. How are you incorporating their different way of thinking, doing things, needing things into your strategy, into your objectives, into your hiring policies, into your workforce policies. That's part of the long game. Going a little deeper into some of those things I mentioned, let's take technology as an example and combine it with that millennial view of how they want to work and how they want their lives to be. Do you offer telecommuting options or is it very much, no, it's a nine to five job here in the office. Everybody has to show up five days a week. Do you need to do that? Is it necessary? Could you actually attract better candidates if you offered at least a partial teleworking policy? Next, how globally are you thinking? 
Because of all of these advances in technology, you can set up a Zoom call or a Skype call with someone halfway around the world within seconds. And depending on your internet connection, be able to have an in-the-moment conversation without lag time, like we used to do when we had to talk to people overseas. There was that you know 10 to 20 to 30 second delay. Now we don't have that. So how does that change either your market, your ability to serve your customers, supporting a sales force that's perhaps in another country? How can you use technology to play the long game? How do you need to shift your long game? And that's another thing. Even if you've done some of the things I've talked about, you have your three to five year vision, you've created strategies and objectives with your leadership team, are you revisiting those? Our world is changing so rapidly that there needs to be a pull your head up and look at the landscape and see if things need to be adjusted. This is why, on a regular basis, we recommend four times a year, but at the very minimum once a year, you and your leadership team go on a retreat and you take a look at your three to five year plan and you look at the landscape. Does that three to five year plan need to adjust? Honestly, more than likely it does because the world, life, society, none of it is static. It's all moving. It's all changing. Some things more rapidly than others. So there does need to be some adjustment. If you're today working a plan that you established five years ago and there's been no change to that plan, I guarantee you, you're not playing a long game for success. Your long game has actually become a short game. So there are a few things to keep in mind here. You need to be thinking longer term. That's part of the long game. And you need to have an open mind, creative, innovative, to be able to adjust that long game. You need to review it. You need to be strategic about it which means you need to have time to work what's called on the business, not just in the business. I invite you to take a look at some of the objectives and your quarterly rocks that you may have established and see, are they playing a long game or a short game? And then how can you play it? a longer game. If you find any of this intriguing and you want to know more, I invite you to reach out at www.theshulergroupllc.com and see how we can help you play a more successful, sustainable, long game. Until next time, may you thrive.